Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage with David Dijanovic. Yes, Hall at Night host Taylor Morgan um, going to be talking to us in just a moment about what is happening with Utah lawmakers and their push to regulate social media and apply some age restrictions under Utah law to it. But I did see this, Dave. TikTok is taking steps of their own, introducing a new daily time limit for kiddos under the age of 18. How much time do they get? What's reasonable? What's the the number? Don't cheat. What do you think is reasonable for your own kids? 30 minutes? 60 minutes is the time limit. So it doesn't quite hit the uh, dad Dave mark. Yeah, 60 minutes will be the time limit. So if you are under the age of 18 and you want to continue using the app after your 60 minutes is up, when they say time's up, you have to enter a passcode. I hope that passcode is issued by the parents. Oh, yeah, of course. Right. All my kids have passcodes. Okay. In fact, some of the adult kids still have passcodes just because we've forgotten to turn them off. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, it's interesting that we're looking for TikTok or government to step in and do this. This is all at our fingertips right now with your smartphones. If you're a parent... You absolutely can already set these restrictions in. Oh. Why do we need government to step in and do it? <laughs> Taylor. Why do we need Morgan, TikTok to do cancel. it? Nice host. You were in for Dave on Tuesday of this week, and you said the exact same thing. It is like the two of you are looking in the mirror at each other. That's exactly right, Debbie. Dave, I am, look, we are together on this. <laughs> you can already set limits on your phone. And, and here's the thing. Parents, why are you giving your 13-year-old access to TikTok anyway? That's the first question, okay? But I want to back up a step because that passcode for TikTok users under 18, uh, that's not a parental guardian passcode. That's a passcode that the TikTok user between the ages uh, of, uh, you know, 18 and 14 that they can create that themselves. Okay. There is a different <laughs> passcode, right? Yeah, come on. It, it, because TikTok says that passcode, the purpose is, quote, for users to make an active decision to extend their time. Okay. So if you're 14, 15, 16, 17, you just type in your own passcode after an hour and you're good to go. Then I don't even know However, why, why we're having this discussion. I mean, really, I, I don't have young kids anymore, Taylor, and you do. So you and Dave both do. So you probably know full well how all of that stuff works. I, I think I could yeah, absolutely yeah. use a time limit on TikTok on my own account for sure. You and I need it probably more <laughs> than our kids. So bring us up to speed on what Utah lawmakers are doing, have done, haven't been able to do when it comes to that big push they came out with out of the gates of this legislative session, which was to regulate um, parental involvement, essentially, or parental approval 
on social on social media accounts for for kids? Well, the Utah legislature has officially decided that Utah parents are not capable of managing their kids' social media use by themselves. <laughs> uh, two measures have now officially passed the Utah legislature and will go to Gov- Governor Spencer Cox's desk to be signed. Uh, those measures, one, uh, will officially require age verification for all Utah social media accounts, new accounts, uh, beginning in March of 2024, right? It will require that before you can open a new account, you have to provide verification of your age to the social media service. The other measure will essentially establish uh, a section in Utah law that will make it possible for Utah parents to sue social media companies for harming the mental health of their children. Okay, <laughs> this is kind of incredible. Okay, one of the one of the excuses I've I've heard, and I think there there's some validity to this that if you ban it, basically for all kids under sixteen. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Then your kid is not the loner the lone child in the group that is not using Snapchat or not using Instagram, uh, that everyone's kind kind of playing by the same rules. I think that is an argument that, that resonated with me a little bit because I remember having this specific conversation with my teenage daughter. Like, for the love, will you stop chatting on Snapchat? I can't monitor it, and I know you know I can't monitor it. Because it's all disappearing. Because it's all instant disappear, uh-huh. right? So I'm like, just send a text. And she's like, Dad, I'm the only one that would do that. Everybody else uses Snapchat. So I eventually just conceded and allowed her to use Snapchat because I didn't want her to be the lone pariah. Now, you know, Dave, you know what? My another concern I have here is no one is looking out for the husbands of uh, Draper mom on moms on TikTok. I have 25 Stanley mugs in my cupboard at home, Dave. I don't know how much that has cost me, but if we're going to go this far and wide with government regulation into social media, someone has got to look out for all these family mugs being sold uh, to moms across Utah. So what, what you're saying is that this piece of legislation is ridiculous in your view. It's overstepping. Well, <laughs> if they're going to regulate parents, that, they might as well regulate how many Stanley mugs can be brought into your home. Exactly right, Debbie. I think Utah parents are more than capable of keeping their kids safe on social media. No one is arguing here that social media is bad for kids. My argument is that we don't need government to do parents' jobs for them. It kind of absolves parents, I think, too, of the responsibility of doing this themselves. Do, doing the hard parenting thing, which is, 
is what oh, I probably sure. should have done and said, you know what? Delete Snapchat. I'm banning Snapchat. You cannot have it. I'm just dropping the hammer because I'm going to be the mean dad. You got to say no, Dave. You got to say no. Which is when you were on the show with me, and I'm trying to get to that when we were uh, on the show together earlier this week, and I'm opening it right now. Um, Pink, Pink actually did this with her with her own kids, uh, the singer Pink, and now I can't find that audio. Um, but that was that's what you said was what every parent should be doing is here it is she does not allow her daughter on social media. For me, my kids don't have a phone, and my daughter's the only 11 year old in her class that doesn't have one. Wow! And I'm actually going to play this back for my son. I was, go back. Okay, go lot, ahead. Well, yeah. That's what we talking about. You, right? It's hard. A lot of yeah. my friends, you know, they they have their kids on TikTok, and and I don't. And you know, I told Willow, I said that doesn't just just move my needle. They're not my kids. You're my kid. And- so there's Pink. Uh, you know, obviously, world renowned singer with telling you know she's she's parenting her kids. She's the mom boss. Yeah, I have a 12 year old son, uh, Dave and Debbie, and he just got his very first phone. Uh, he got the grades. He had we had a deal. He got the phone, but he absolutely does not have social media. And that is something that we monitor very closely. Uh, we control that phone. We check it daily. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes involvement. And we're not perfect. We will have to learn along the way. Uh, but it is our job as parents to keep our kids safe on his uh, online and away from social media. Wrong. It's the government's job, Taylor. <laughs> he didn't get the memo? <laughs> I saw the memo Dave I just disagree with it <laughs> Taylor Morgan KSL at Night host also a lobbyist on Capitol Hill uh, Taylor real quick you're you don't have any hand in this in this issue right is he still there uh, no I am not connected on this okay, issue in any lobbying. way other than personally and personally as as a dad as a dad boss thank you so much Taylor Morgan looking forward to hearing you on KSL at Night it is our it's not our new show anymore, but it's relatively new compared to like how many ages and decades you and I have been together doing yeah. this show. Like all so long. No, I think he. It's very easy to agree with Taylor when he agrees with me. So I, I think he made some very good points, which just happened to mirror all of my points as well. But it's hard to be a, a parent. You want to have a good relationship with your kid, obviously. But sometimes you have to be the bad guy. And sometimes you have to say, you know what? Social media is garbage. It's bad for you. It's bad for you. There's very little benefit for you or zero benefit in in most cases. So you know what? You're not going to have it. Just like we don't send you to R-rated movies. You're not. It's just not appropriate for you. I love all of that. You should be writing that down and reciting that tonight at dinner in front of your children. Then you need to come back on Monday and let us know how that conversation went. Uh, Straight ahead. Okay, so, so far we've talked about um, medical debt, death, marriage being on the decline. So we're going to pick up the pace. Death, (laughs) debt, divorce. Next, we're going to talk about... Are we we seriously talking about pickleball? Yeah. Please tell me we're talking talking about pickleball. pickleball? This is the best Friday ever. It's Thursday. It's our Friday, though. (laughs) But here's what we're going to talk about. All you middle-aged men who are playing pickleball are getting hurt. 
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.